Hey everyone, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. I'm Will. And you know, one thing that I've always found interesting is that the the various, oh, I don't know, can you call them plots or should you call them games of the homeless are always interesting because you never know exactly what type of homeless person you're dealing with until the game progresses a little bit. So let's go with game. You know, you find yourself in a situation where there's oftentimes either a, a basic question which oftentimes is grammatically incorrect, but let's move beyond that. I went to Catholic school. The nuns never forgave anything. But when it comes to a lot of them, they have an elaborate story that to their mind, I'm sure it sounds normal. It makes perfect sense. They lost their wallet. It's their mom's birthday. I got hit by a car, and then my dog died, and then my friend Joe, and it's like, Jesus, there's a lot going on there. Like soap operas aren't this busy. But a lot of folks have that kind of complication going on in their head. So it's only natural. It spills over into everyday life. You know, there was a homeless guy near my house. So we, a, a few people that, uh, that knew exactly who he was. He was there for years. We called him Walker. And Walker walked. That's exactly what he did. He walked in front of the supermarket on the sidewalk. And he would go five feet, turn around, and walk back. And then he would turn around and walk back. And he would do that all day long until around about, oh, I don't know, noon, 5 o'clock. I mean, just at any given time, he would crash in the planter because the planter had nice soft plants and he would just lay there. He had a blanket and he had a, a shopping cart and a few different things and they were all parked in the planter. Well, unfortunately, in Southern California, you can't get rid of these guys. So the owner of the gas station, I'm sure he wasn't happy about that. I mean, his planter that he has to maintain is being, you know, over and over again destroyed by this dude. Every now and then, Walker would disappear and come back with, like, brand new clothes, new shoes, the whole nine yard looking a lot cleaner. Within a few days, he's back to being, you know, scruffy, shabby chic. But, so he obviously had family or, or at least somebody that gave a shit about him somewhere. But Walker passed away a few years ago, which was a sad thing. But his thing was, if you walked by him, he would never look at you. He would never stop walking, but he would, you know, if you had any money you could give me, that would be great. I, I really need some money. I got to have some money. You know, it's like he would just not really give you a reason. He would just continually roll on with, I got to have money. I need money. Do you have money? I got to have money. In fact, one day he just said money, and then he stopped, and he said money, and then he stopped, and he said money. Never stop walking, mind you. But he just kept saying money, like he couldn't fathom the rest of the question. It wasn't formulating in his head. And I never felt bad about that. You know, I mean, this is a life that, from the looks of it, he chose. You know, you could see in his little camp there in the planter, you could see a pipe, you could see needles. I mean, the guy was busy. I don't know. Uh, my mom used to be a drug and alcohol counselor, and she always asked anybody new to her group therapies, what's your drug of choice? Well, I think when it came to Walker, his drug of choice was yes. Just about any drug is his drug of choice. But he eventually overdid it. I never really found out why, but uh, he was just gone. And the only time he's been gone is when somebody was cleaning him up, but never more than a week. Well, it's after several years, you realize Walker's gone now. And more power to him. He was a guy that... I'm sure it, it was not an easy life. It was a complicated life. It was a sad life because he was a huge dude. He had, his eyes looked like there was some intelligence in there somewhere. 
you know, fighting upstream like a weak salmon against the uh, onslaught of the current, overwhelming drug current. And you feel bad about that. It also becomes something that I used to look forward to seeing Walker. I would ask him questions. Some of them he would answer with an odd answer, and some he wouldn't. I asked, how you doing today? I'm oh, fine, fine. You got any money? I need some money. I got to have some money. You know, it was like the fine was just like a little stepping stone. It was his way of getting around whatever I was saying so that he could begin his pitch for money. But some homeless people have a story, and the stories are actually the fascinating ones. I used to work in Portland, Oregon in downtown, and I would get off the train, and when you got off by the convention center, you would get hit by the homeless. And it really was just a nightmare of, are you, you know, my mom is sick and my wallet got stolen, I got hit by a car, and I'm supposed to go to a a counselor today, but I can't get there, and I need just a couple dollars for the bus, and and I've got to get food, and I owe this guy money, and it's like, well, how much money are you looking for here, dude? You know, I never ask that question because I don't want the answer. I would usually just come up with a gibberish answer. That made no sense, and they would walk off. Because when you're a little befuddled and crazy in your head, you don't want befuddled and crazy in your conversation. You can't process that. But all of that befuddled craziness aside, it leads us to today's episode, Quacker Shits and Hat Tricks, on today's Caffeinated Humor. You know, all I want to do is get my food with a minimum of hassle. I mean, does that seem so hard? Evidently. It's late. I'm in a shady part of town. I wasn't hanging out. I'm on my way home. And going through the drive through is a bad idea as just a general idea. Add to that the freak factor in this part of town, and you have a little crappy bubble of potential discomfort that just kind of knots up in you like Thai food at 4 in the morning. Incidentally, Thai food at four in the morning is one of the conditions that led to the invention of the term quacker shits. But that's a long story. It began at the drive through menu slash speaker. I had just given my order when he appeared. Tall black guy, dressed a little roughly, homeless chic, if you will. Got any change for a brother? Polite works for me, but like most things that I do, there's a stupid mental game involved. And that is that he has to take no for an answer. It's childish. It's a little chicken shit. I'm okay with it. Nope, can't help you, pal. All he has to do is remain silent for 30 seconds or say a polite thank you and the $2 bills I am holding in my hand are his. Clear as day, I can hear him from 10 feet away. Motherfucking cheap white bastard. Muttering can carry a lot further than whispering in many cases. So I put the money away. There's no excuse for being rude. But I do suppose that goes both ways, but I am the guy with the money. The line moves up. I am behind a car with political bumper stickers. A lot of them. It always amazes me the amount of ignorance that can be contained on the rear end of a one year-old car. But before I can get into the sticker fest ahead of me, a bird has appeared outside my driver's side window. Now that's if the bird was hooked on meth and routinely scratching holes in its head. Got a dollar for me? Just a dollar? This is said as she goes by at a fast walk. The woman was old. Or maybe just homeless meth old, which is, you know, 30 that looks like 70. Meth can go like that. 
And she didn't slow down to see if I was getting a dollar out for her. She's the type that works on quantity, not quality. Her theory must be that I will chase her down to give her the buck. Now, no game to be played here. She's gone before I can set my silly rules on the situation. The line moves up, and I find myself in front of the drive-up window. Now, like most fast food places in very shady parts of town, this one uses the blast door method of money collection and food delivery. A sliding box made out of two-inch thick plexiglass comes out to take my money, along with a scratchy speaker that tells me my total in very limited pidgin English. I deposit my dollars, and the the box rolls back in. My change in the food comes sliding back out a few minutes later. I take both, I roll up my window, lest the bird come back and start to, uh, I start to roll out of the drive through lane. My mission here is done, I have my food. And there at the end of the lane, off to the left, stands a homeless guy holding a sign. Hungry, need some help. Now in hockey, this call, they call this the hat trick. And that's scoring three times in one game. This is three hits, one drive up lane. I roll my window down. Game on. Don't have anything for you, bud. I roll by real slow. That's okay, man. God bless. I stop the car. I give him a five spot. I am an asshole, but I play by the rules of the game. And now it's time for coffee. (laughs) 